Podcast Network Asia. What is up, everybody, and welcome to your second episode of the Class Clown Podcast. My name is Chino Liao. That is right. This is the Class Clown Podcast. If you, in case you did not know, if you press the wrong podcast, then it's too late now. Cannot unclick it. Spotify will still count this as a play, you guys. Might as well listen to the whole thing because this week's episode is actually very, very good. But before we get to that, let me ask how y'all are doing today. How has the country been treating you? Do you feel downtrodden? Do you feel successful? If you feel either of those things, and I feel like this episode is right up your alley. You know, have you gotten vaccinated? Please go out and if, if you can and get vaccinated. And then after you get vaccinated, go out and register to vote. And then do your part in trying to help the the Philippines be better off. Uh, if DDS ka and nakikinig ka nito, then sorry. but ka nakikinig nito? Kala ko educated people lang nakikinig nito. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's just what I need. I need to alienate more people from my podcast. No, what I'm trying to say here is today on this episode, we have a conversation about one of the most important things in life and that is employment we all need jobs we all need to get that paper as the kids say we all need a work because during the pandemic a lot of us uh, either experience getting lesser work or losing a job And today we are talking to somebody who knows a lot about that topic because we are having a conversation with Get Hired's Coach Laika Maravilla. Coach Laika Maravilla is actually an employment coach, former HR practitioner, and the lady behind the hit podcasts, of course, Get Hired and Trying Hard with Laika Maravilla. She talks about her journey in the industry, as well as mental health and why it's important. Uh, but you don't need me to tell you that. You can let her tell you that. So here's my conversation with Coach Laika Maravilla. Time to get to our guest for this week. She is a content creator, former HR practitioner, as well as the lady behind the amazing podcasts, Get Hired and Trying Hard with Laika Maravilla. Please welcome. Like a Maravilla on the podcast. Hi, Coach Laika. Hi, Chino, and hi, everyone listening. Kumusta? <laughs> so thank you, first of all, for agreeing to do this uh, interview with me. Because you're the podcast mo na Get Hired. It's actually a very practical topic now, nowadays. Because you know, there are a lot of people who don't have a lot of people who Uh, so so while it's nice of me to talk to like other stand-up comedians or uh, scientists, it's <laughs> practical ngayon, eh. So kaya pa dapat practical tayo, diba? So can I just ask first of all, 
Um, HR is such a, a specified department for, for me. Eh? As somebody who has limited office experience or corporate experience sa na natin. So, ikaw ba nangarap ka na magtrabaho as an HR person? Or was that something you just fell into? Well, uh, I took up psychology as a way to better equip me with the skills I needed to be productive in life. I, well, I've told people about this naman din. I struggled with depression before uh, the diagnosis changed to dysthemia. So I think that learning more about how the mind works and how emotions interact with the mind and things like that really helped me aspect na yon. Medyo byproduct na yung being an HR practitioner. Because here in the Philippines, if you take up psychology, that's one of your options after graduation. But while I was studying, kasi I discovered a love for training people and okay. equipping people. And I, I guess that's one of the things that the HR department is responsible for that not a lot of people know. Because here in the yeah. Philippines, when you talk about HR, it's all about hiring and firing. When in fact, yeah. it's really not about that naman din. So that was kind of my journey. Uh, I had an opportunity to be in a company that handles PR and marketing. They didn't have an HR department at all when they hired me. So what happened was I became responsible for setting up the de- department, everything from hiring, wow, training, okay. firing, to writing their handbook and stuff like that. So it was kind of me getting thrown into the deep end of things right after, well, actually, I wasn't even done with school at that time. So that was my first um, taste of the entire hiring process here in the Philippines. So, and that's where I draw my tips from. Okay. So was that overwhelming <laughs> for you? Na newbie ka, tapos biglang, ikaw na yung head ng HR na. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't believe in myself at first. Actually, I was, I was, it was, it was odd because uh, you know how people would upsell themselves, diba? But I was trying to get the CEO to hire me for uh, for another position because I was thinking HRD head, that's too much for me. Uh, but I think because it was a very up-and-coming company and they were hiring new blood talaga, they gave me the opportunity. So all I did was just try to be <laughs> try to be worthy of that opportunity. It also gave me a lot of insight actually in the hiring process because usually if you get hired off of fresh grad, usually you get coffee or you file right. things. You don't get that much responsibility. Oh, you hindi, hindi head the department. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it was, it was different. It was a different experience, but I'm grateful for it. Uh, so, I, like, sorry, was it hard to, because you're starting from scratch, literally. So was mm-hmm. it hard to, like, design modules or write down procedures for this company that's also very new? Yeah, it, it was hard. Uh, I did a lot of research. And this was in, I think it was early 2010s. Okay. So uh, even if there was Google already, there weren't a lot of resources at that time online. So I really had to like pull out books. Uh, I went back to the theories. I tried to look for anything I could get my hands on when it comes to other companies as well. So I did my research and then that's how I, I set their handbook up and all the memos and stuff like that. So um, it gave me a really good experience for the things the breadth of responsibility in HR. And one of the things I quickly learned is that getting hired is basically the easiest thing in the entire process. Wow. And a lot of people are so focused on that, right? Parang, yeah. hey, I need to get hired. But in many ways, and I try to share this as much as possible, 
closed door closed doors closed opportunities are actually better sometimes than having so many options open for you and tapos hindi mo alam kung saan ka pupunta and getting that first yes is just one step in an entire process it's better for you to get rejected uh, sa simula pa lang than you for for you to invest 20 years of your life and then find out wala pa lang growth in that company Right, right. Okay, that's actually very well said. Because a lot of people, especially nowadays, where everybody's moving to, nawawalan sila ng trabaho or work from home sila, the adjustment is very grave. So, parang ang dami sa atin in the workforce. Sinasabi ko sa atin, pero wala naman akong trabaho talaga. But like in the workforce in general, who have had to adapt to these changes. So, anong ma-advise mo dun sa mga taong ganun na who've either lost their jobs now and are just looking for new jobs or or people who've had to adjust greatly to their new breadth of responsibilities? You know, you say na you don't have experience, but basically what you're, you've been doing as a comedian, as a working comedian, is a right. great insight into how things are. So no, uh, sorry, correct lang kita. I have experience. I'm currently <laughs> unemployed. So free, yeah, so but, well, technically that freelance naman ako. So yes, yes technically exactly. I am employed. Okay, so technically yes, yeah, you're correct. I mean, freelancers, um, yes. tayo who are a little bit uh, on the creative side of things, we know the difference between a job, a gig, and a career, right? It's very clear for us. Like saying yes to this one short-term opportunity, um, is just one step in the entire journey, which is my career in the long run. But a lot of people who go into the corporate world, they don't have an idea or the notion of that, that a job may be different from my career. And I think the more people think about that, the better it'll be for them. Because right now, in the pandemic, you lost a job, right? So again, uh, I know, and we're not minimizing that the fact that there are a lot of trabajo. Yes. But that's just a job. That's not your career. So I think that's one of right. the first things that we have to understand. Now, even if you lose a job at this climate, that's the norm. Sa totoo lang. So it's it's okay. It's part of the journey. But that doesn't mean that it's not a step towards your career. Because you can actually take whatever you learned from that role, kahit na maikli lang, parang maiklang na experience na yun, and then bring it to your next step, your next job, or possibly if you're going to last long sa next job na yun, your entire career. So again, this is part of your journey, but it's not the end of everything. And then, of course, you can just try to repackage yourself. Um, this is one of the more, more important things when it comes to getting hired in this climate. You really have to take stock of your current skill set. Because uh, you have to sell yourself. Eh? That's all getting hired is, right? It's you presenting yourself in the best light and showcasing all of your strengths. Hopefully, rebranding your weaknesses as challenges para magtiwala mag- sa'yo for someone to give you an opportunity, a job opportunity. And then, of course, if you have extra time on your hands because you're not working right now or you're not working full-time, invest in upskilling, like Go and get a short-term course. There are so many people offering online courses right now. You have Harvard X, right? Uh, Coursera, all of these things. So, mag-upskill ka. Or even if you are not going to go into a formal program like that, go and check out YouTube. Learn coding, learn web design, learn a new language. Like, all of these things you can do because we have so much time in our hands right now. Kasi wala nang commute, eh. And right. in daily commute, right. it usually is, what, two, four hours in a day? Then you can spend that time learning something to make you more marketable. That's just how it is. You have to pivot. Eh. Pivot, change, adapt, or kung hindi, 
maiiwan tayo. Right. Alam mo, Coach Laika, if I may call you that, matutuwa yung nanay ko na nag-i-interview ako ng hiring coach dahil baka i-magkakatrabaho <laughs> na talaga ako. So, <laughs> but, but, but hey, no, that's actually very well said kasi nga the pivot is something people, a lot of us, especially, a lot of the older generation, especially, don't really know how to do, di ba? Kasi mas set sila in their ways. Um, so, for that, I remember a, a thing that I was taught in college na the soft skills, di ba? And you touched mm, on this yes. briefly. You touched on this briefly. So, now ba, with the current generation of youth looking for jobs, I mean Gen Z, so the entering the workforce, di ba? Is it, are soft skills something that are more focused on nowadays? Yeah, I would say yes. And hindi lang skills, actually. Any skill. Um, there has been a switch. Before, because it's all about grades, your experience, academic performance. Now, it's really just a showcase of all your skills, whether hard skills or soft skills. You really have to present that right away. Uh, iba na yung panahon ngayon. Eh. Before, diba, if you have a great stamp on your on your header sa transcript, like, okay, UP to, Lasal to, then, right, uh-huh. parang instant in na siya eh. But right now, in this current job climate, it doesn't work like, like that. And when we're talking about international clients, right? Freelancing for different companies in other countries, they don't really care that much about your educational attainment. So it's all about you proving your worth when it comes to that. And the little things, the soft skills, like you said, the way that you frame your email, your introductory email, the way that you design your resume, the words that you use in interview, like these are little things that may not mean that much before, but are right now the best showcase of your talents. Because it's online, na lahat eh. So, dahil online na lahat, at meron kang siguro thirty minutes in a Zoom call to impress your uh, your potential na boss, then you have to do all of those quickly, and you have to really show and prove your worth. So, maikling time na yon. So, yeah, and the Gen Z actually, I think may edge sila pagdating uh, jan. Maybe because they grew up under close scrutiny, like their lives are on social media. Um, I remember when we were younger, I would say, Chino, diba? Parang our thoughts, diba? the way that we use social media before is really vastly different from the way that people use it now. That day, I want ice cream. Sure. Lang yung post, eh. Parang woke right. up. Like, so super casual. Now it's all about their thoughts, their advocacies, their beliefs, and nothing wrong with that. But I mean, these kids know that they have this online persona na, that is marketable, mm. that is maybe something that they can monetize in the future. So they already have that built into them, which is something that hindi naman automatic sa atin. And lalo na sa previous generation, like you said, my mom right. and dad were career employees. As in, my mom worked in the same company na first job niya since before she graduated, hanggang right. nag-retire siya. A few years back, right. that is un- basically unheard of. Sapanon ngayon, yeah, that was the norm before, and it's harder for us who are trying to convince our parents that okay lang, uh, mabuhay po kami, even if we don't follow your same track. But for the Gen Z, it's still going to be different because they will be jumping uh, from one opportunity to another. I I assume, and it'll be harder for companies to really get a hold and grab yung mga talents that they see. Kung hindi sila mag-adjust and hindi sila competitive. Right. Okay. Uh, it's perfect. Kasi you mentioned nga yung our, our parents' generation. Um, my parents actually also did the same thing. My dad also worked for the same company he started in when he graduated. So did my mom, di ba? And then ngayon, yung generation natin na palipat-lipat ng work from different companies. 
I've also experienced that. Um, other people I know of also, like my brother, my siblings also experienced that. So, ngayon, na, nandito na tayo sa third era, sabihin natin, na, na, na job growth. We are in the gig economy now, wherein people are more content as freelancers rather than as in-house specialists, shall we say. Is is that like where the trend is going now, na lahat tayo magiging freelancers in the future? <laughs> I hope not. Because there's value in pe- people being specialists in a certain area. But I do understand that having this kind of gig, gig economy, it rewards people who make the most use of their time. Which isn't something that was readily available to a lot of people before. Because when we talk about a job, it's an 8 to 5 job. It's just soul crushing. When you're in the you don't have enough energy na to do anything else. Now, it's not that way. And... The kids work fast. We work fast as millennials, di ba? Na-frustrate nga yung people at work eh. Sabi nila, parang ito mga millennial na to nakatambay na after lunch. But the idea is, tapos na po namin yung work namin eh, di ba? We did the exact same workload as you did. We were just a little bit faster. So we don't like to waste time. So iba na nga yung, iba na yung shift. But I guess, I guess for other industries, of course, doctors, right? Uh, for right. those who are really into the sciences, hindi naman magbabago yun for them. But right now, it's all about multiple streams of income. Uh, a different definition when it comes to financial freedom, I guess. Before, say, like my parents, you have to invest decades of your, your life so you can get a good enough pension after you retire, which they enjoy right now. But for us, it's a different definition. We want our retirement now. Uh, I want the certain level of freedom na if I up and quit this job, I have two months of savings worth for me to maybe travel or invest in a pet project. That's the type of uh, thing right now. Our retirement is kind of divide na siya throughout right. our years. Because I think we saw it eh, in a lot of other older people. They they work their entire lives and then by the time that they retire, they already have they already have a lot of mga sakit, hypertensive, nervous, because uh, hindi na sila masyado enjoy sa retirement nila. So ayaw natin ng ganon. So yun yun yung I think magbabago. Um, but I think that's also great because again, the companies will now be competing then for the talent that they really want in their company. With that comes a lot of things, better packages, better benefits, even social, even yung ano, civic and um, social awareness ng companies. Because millennials and Gen Z, it's very important for them. Like right. If this company donates to this organization that I believe in, or um, for example, if they don't do animal testing, ay, naku, mag-invest ako dito ng time ko, ng career ko. Kasi we are into that. It has to mean more than just money. Right. So, so, sorry. So what I'm getting at, what I'm getting from you, rather, is na yung focus then of people that they hire is also changing. Whether it's instead of getting the cum laudes of the world, diba? Mm-hmm. Or getting people who uh, do the best job. Meron din, meron pa na iba other than that, diba? And, and especially, it also works for the, the people looking for jobs. Kasi instead of going to the job with, that does the best Thing in their field of expertise, meron din silang hinahanap na iba pa, like you said, na mga advocacies and what. Tama ba ako? Or... Yes. And, uh, but, again, you need it for everyone. Like, we understand, especially in the Philippines, right? Um, I think it was two weeks ago, something went viral about yung 37K starting yeah, salary. Yeah, okay, perfect. Uh, 
<laughs> I was actually going to ask you about that. Dahil nga mm-hmm. you brought up uh, income as a mm-hmm. or, uh, not as an income na hindi na siya kasing important as before, di ba? Na people stick to the same job for decades and mm-hmm. then they retire. Nowadays, people actually look for other sources of income, like you said. So now that that you've brought it up, <laughs> is it important for people looking for work to know their value? Na kahit wala pa silang experience, like what was being said in that viral post? Or is it more important to appreciate job offers as they come along? Kasi kailangan mo nga ng experience. Like what do you prioritize as a new employee? You know, um, walang absolute answer dyan. And I think the fact that it gained traction online just proves it eh. People will always have different perspectives when it comes to that issue. Because people are coming from different backgrounds. Um, I was surprised actually. Because what I did was after that issue blew up, I put up a poll uh, on Twitter and on Facebook then. Because different than demographics go for for my Twitter followers, for my Facebook followers. And what shocked me was because the first throng there was parang ano magandang starting salary. My first throng was 20k to 30k. And majority of the people said okay na sila. In fact, on Facebook, 100% ng mga wow. mga nag-respond is good sila sa 20k to 30k. And then there's this another there's other aspect about that which is the regional aspect. Kasi may mga nagsabi, ah uh, ito na yung boss na ako, manager na ako. Ang salary ko here in the province is 17k. Like that is the reality wow. of the situation. Like Diba tayo kasi Chino, diba? We talk about this. It's on Twitter. Like, iba yung norm natin sometimes. Kasi these are the bubbles that we are in. Pero sa realidad, ibang iba siya. It's vastly different. So I cannot say that someone who says that 37K is a good salary na or is too much already uh, isn't coming from a point of um, natin wisdom or a point of experience. Kasi it's the reality for a lot of people. But the reality that then is people who can afford to say no could say no. But people who can afford to say no should not impose that then. So ibang tao who need to, you know, feed their families or send their younger siblings to school or have been trying so hard for years to find a job pero wala. Like, yun lang talaga reality na situation. So we have to look at long-term solutions to these problems. Systemic change ang pinag-uusapan eh. Like, bakit ganun? Bakit ang layo ng salary so NCR versus the provinces, ano yung pwede natin gawin about that. Pero while we're waiting on those solutions, I think it uh, falls on our shoulders to start little changes wherever we go. Like yes, like you said, if you can demand a higher salary, kasi you're going to be living naman in your parents' house, hindi mo kailangan ng ganong kalaking pera, go ahead and do right. that, right? And then leave that opportunity maybe for someone else. But at least by pushback ng konti dun sa HR practitioners na okay, Things are changing. The kids are changing. But hanggang doon lang pwede natin gawin. Kasi yun ang realidad na situation. Kahit na hindi 37K yan, kahit 7K pa yan or 10K, ang totoo, may kukuha ng trabaho na yun. Because there are always people who need that job. Now, the question is, um, anong gagawin natin? Hintay natin. Bakit? My parents would say yes to that job. 7K, 10K, nung sila yung fresh grad. But because my parents worked um, they're behinds of itong past decades to give us a more comfortable life. Hindi naman kami sobrang yaman, no? Hindi kami mayaman. Pero at least hindi ako nag-aalala, may tutulugan ako, may, kakai- may kakainin ako, hindi ako nagpaaral sa mga kapatid ko. I can afford to say no. 
Um, so I guess that's it. Eh. But the question is, next generation pa yun? Ilang years pa before we raise that? So how do we speed things up? Legislation. So magparehistro, bumoto ng maayos. <laughs> yon tamang-tama. And what a perfect way to segue into a break for this episode as I tell you more of the many ways you can help out the Class Clown Podcast. Oh yeah, time for those super sexy ads only here on the Class Clown Podcast. Keeping things nice and easy with our guest coach like a Manikis. Yeah, I really hope she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> it's not becoming of this show. But hey guys, what is, is all this sweet, sweet links as sweet as this new background music you have in your ear right now. And guys, all of these are courtesy from our friends at Podmetrics. That's right. If you guys have a podcast and you wonder how an idiot like me is able to get links for all the amazing deals on Lazada, all the amazing finds on Amazon, well, you got the people for Pod, of Podmetrics to thank for that. Podmetrics is the easiest, fastest, simplest way to monetize your podcast. If you have a podcast and you've always wondered how to make it work, wonder no more with Podmetrics. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use my link, my code rather, Class Clown. That is one word. Class Clown. Now, if you're in a spending mood and you want your money to go uh, to a worthy cause, then I can find no other worthier cause than myself because I am selfish. So if you shop on Lazada or on Amazon or even on Zalora, you can find all those links, those tasty, tasty links in my episode description right below. But other than that, I have no more links and advertisements to go your way. So enjoy the rest of this sweet, sweet, sexy music as we talk to Coach Laika Manikis only here on Class Cloud. All right, back at it with Coach Laika Maravilla as we talk all things employment, trabaho, paghahanap ng trabaho, and of course, her advocacies which include mental health. Tama ba ako? Kasi your new podcast, uh, Trying Hard, is actually doing, first of all, congrats, doing very well uh, <laughs> on, on the interwebs. So, sana all, di ba, nag-trending sa Spotify. But, <laughs> Before we get to that, I, I would just want to ask you advocacy more for mental health and for starting this new podcast. It does it have something to do with you taking up psychology, like you said in the earlier part of this episode? I've always wanted to talk about psychology and mental health in my videos, but there's a balance because like a lot of people would <laughs> talk about it and there are issues surrounding that right there's even this netflix series um uh, about about 
suicide about all of these things. But what right. happens lang kasi is that it sometimes triggers people um, if hindi siya na handle well. And I think it's one of my rep- responsibilities as a licensed na psychometrician to handle these things with a light touch. Kaya hindi ako masyadong nagsasalita unless merong mga webinars or merong mga forums na I get invited in to share my expertise. The Trying Hard podcast was actually a lot about rethinking things then. You know right. how sometimes people would have role models or heroes in their heads? And right. my greatest fear is that people would look at what I do with Team Laika, with Get Tired, na parang, ah, kasi si Coach Laika, kasi she's smart, she's like this, she's perfect, she's she's kind, she's good all the time. Which is not true. <laughs> like, we want to, I, 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 it was really my attempt at breaking the image or humanizing, sabi na natin, kung sino ako, at kung sino rin ang maraming thought leaders. Like, the people I have had on uh, the podcast, uh, Joy Spring, my fr- my friends, Makoy, uh, all of these people, Krisha, na, sabi na natin, they are also good in their own fields, but they admit that it also takes a lot of effort na hindi talent ang number one na kailangan natin i-bank on, kundi we have to use whatever little talent we have and exert effort and try hard. And it's the reality of how flawed we are as people that we need to talk about. In a way, it's also helpful sa mental health. Kasi, like we have this idea, di ba? Pag meron kang uh, mental disorder, hindi ka na hireable. Right. And that's a legitimate fear. Um, I was diagnosed with depression when I was 16, 17 years old. And my ang parents ko yung talaga worry nila about me. Like, don't tell anyone this kasi people will not uh, hire you. People will not give you opportunities. Don't talk to people about your own mental illness or your mental health issues. But things are changing now. And I think one of the biggest change we can contribute to as, as parang ates or kuyas or we call them TikTok, TikTok titas and titas in this right, right. climate is that we, we, can get to, we can start talking about our own flaws. Um, para the next generation will not be afraid to talk about theirs and address it. Kasi yung pinag- tinatabunan la lang natin sa image natin, which is anabubuking din naman in the long run. Magpakatotoo na lang tayo. Parang ganun right. siya. Right. Perfectly said. Uh, nung sinabi mong psychometrician ka, inisip ko muna kung may powers ka ba or scientific. <laughs> scientific. Uh, can you explain to people like myself kung ano ang trabaho exactly ng psychometrician and how that applies to hiring and HR-related situations. Alright, well, technically, ang psychometricians are tasked with administering tests and okay. um, to a certain extent, analyzing yung mga tests. Uh, you know how when you apply for a job, usually my quick IQ test, yeah, my yes. personality test, yes. um, just so they can see if you're a good fit for the job and for the company. So yun yung main task ng psychometricians. Pag graduate ka ng psychology, you can take that licensure exam. And then, then if you want to be a psychologist in the Philippines, you have to take your master's and take another exam. So yun right. yung definition. <laughs> Okay, perfect, perfect. Okay, okay. Uh, I clearly am not very smart. <laughs> Pero sa totoo lang, no, when you when you said giving out tests and basically uh, analyzing people, ikaw, no, you also I also it also made me think about what you look for in hiring a person. Like is there an overreaching angle when you look for what to look for in a person. Like, pareho bayan from, say, the janitor to the CEO of the company? Or paiba-iba din yung standards mo? And if so, how do they differ? 
Ah, uh, ano ba? Ang totoong sagot kasi dyan is depende rin talaga sa company. Depende sa culture, right. depende sa hiring manager. Ako personally, uh, I don't look at the diploma that much anymore. Uh, siguro kasi with my background din. Uh, UP dropout ako eh. So, hindi rin, hindi rin malinis yung academic record ko. Right. Uh, hindi rin ako mahusay na mabait na student when I was in high school, sabihin na lang natin. So, uh, I know na grades, even if they are a good gauge for who the person is, isn't absolute. People buy thesis all the time naman. At saka, pwede namang mabili talaga yung grades sa ibang mga oh, colleges. Tama. Alam natin yan. So, hindi yun, hindi yun big deal sa akin. But, we have to admit that in a lot of uh, situations, yun pa rin ang primary na tinitingnan. So, kapag may mga, in, 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 if meron mga students listening to this, I'm not saying that to give you license to flunk out, no? I'm just saying na things are changing. But in other more, uh, siguro more traditional companies, hindi pa rin. Titignan pa rin nila talaga yung transcript mo. Now, doon na sa potential, which is sa akin mas importante. Um, if a person shows that they are teachable, yung number one sa akin yun, dapat teachable ka. Kasi um, war cry namin yun sa team like I never stop learning. And I believe kasi any skill can be learned. As long as the person really wants to learn, because kahit sa akin totoo yun eh, I learned. I basically taught myself how to edit videos. I taught myself how to do all the things I do now. So, pwede mo siya matutunan if willing ka, if humble ka enough, if you're teachable, if um talagang you're willing to put in the time. So I try to see that as a person, um, and then the rest, kasi pwede mo nang mararamdaman if nasa loob na sila ng company. So while they're under probationary period, pwede mo nang check if the culture is a good fit, if they keep showing up, if they're willing to do more than their uh, initial task, dun mo na siya makikita. But it, uh, again, getting hired is all about getting that opportunity. Um, it's all, uh, it's just you basically trying to knock on the door and getting to parang convincing them to open the door and so ped, para pwede ka nilang i-trial run yun lang naman talaga yun eh and the more people understand that the more na maintindihan nila na again if hindi ako good fit dito sa pinto na to i just need to change and then knock on another door right. yun lang siya hindi kailangan lahat na inapplyan ninyo kukunin kayo agad um yun yung problema sa anxiety eh right Right. So you can also honestly say that nowadays, because people are so eager to grab all the opportunities presented to them, lahat tayo lalong napra-prending eh, di ba? Kasi lahat gusto mong kunin eh, di ba? Kinayor oh, ako dito, kukuhin ko yan, tapos kukuhin ko din to, di ba? Ma- mm-hmm. Doon ka na magpapanik din eh. So what can you advise to people who are facing such a situation? Uh, it's a lot like fishing. And may analogy din ako dito about paniligaw, pero magka- may pagkakahawig siya when it comes to picking out a job or yung career path mo. Um, you know, you can fish in multiple ways, right? You can either, number one, choose your your target fish and your bait. So, ano ibig sabihin nun? I want to work for this multinational company, for example. Student pa ako, gusto ko na talaga yon. So, for example, I want to be, I want to work sa Google. So, I'll do my best to research ano ba yung hiring practice nila, uh, kung meron akong friend na na-hire din ng Google, ano yung ginawa mo, ano yung kailangan ko i-prepare, ano klaseng exam yung i-take. So, pwedeng ganun, targeted. So, again, it's like fishing with a rod. Meron kang bait, meron kang target. And then, if may nabait ka na hindi yung fish na gusto mo, what do you do? You throw it back, di ba, sa river. Right. That's how it is. Or, 
pwede rin na ibang pass kasi ang focus mo is not the company or the specific job or career ang focus mo lang is to get hired so what do you do you cast a long net so okay but fishing din naman siya so i'll just do a good resume for everything apply to multiple companies and whatever i draw in pipili lang ako okay to ayoko nito mas malaki tong opportunity nito ito yung kukunin ko now a lot of people naman what they do is dynamite fishing so exhibition <laughs> is just parang okay i have to be at the top of my game Uh, dapat may online presence ako, I'm visible, I'm this and that, I'm at the peak. So, ibig sabihin, I'm the best. And then I throw it sa river, boom, it explodes. But then I pick out what I want and then throw away then yung iba. But the problem with dynamite fishing is, you already killed the fish. So, ibig sabihin, hindi mo na mapapakinabangan yung ibang opportunities na yun. And I think that's the most dangerous na path. Bakit? Kasi a lot of people apply to multiple companies, impress, di ba yun talagang todong-todo sila, tapos yun pala, hindi naman pala nila gusto. And then, right. even, tas they sever those ties. Na parang, eh, kasi meron akong, high, may better akong option here. Like, sige, balikan natin yung example nung, nung uh, young person, yung professional na nag-say no to 37K, right? Yeah, exactly. That's basically, yeah, it's, a, it's a, parang kumaga, um, it's you kind of severing that tie. Because if you go back to the same hiring manager and the same company with the same job offer, so you know, oh, diba you're the you're the kid who said no to 37k. Right. So again, that is that. Parang sa akin, yun yung analogy for that dynamite fishing. So right. it's your choice. What do you want? And I guess, <laughs> you know, it's a good reminder for all of us. Now, a lot of people, especially in the Philippines, don't really know what they want. So mm-hmm. tanongin mo sila ano gusto mong course, ano gusto mong career. Right. Will people own up to that? Parang medyo, medyo hindi. Gusto kong kuyumaman, pero hindi ko alam kung paano ko yayaman. So, minsan ganun eh. Kailangan balikan yung tanong na yun paloob. Right. Ang ganda din nun kasi wala talagang course na HD making money. Eh, diba? Parang yung A, A, A B gawawa ng pera. B, F, diba? Or, or yeah. B, S, ano. How to be a millionaire. B, B S, billionaire. Right. Billionaire studies. Wala eh, diba? So, kailangan mo talaga isipin yung mga ganyan-ganyan bagay. Now, going back, you touched on it a bit, going back to the trending meme, di ba? Uh, where this person, yun nga, posted online about how she was low-balled in, in salary and how the HR guy kind of uh, took offense to it. Pag ganyan ba, is it advisable to air your dirty laundry? Is, is that something you... Is that something you would advise people to do just to push uh, the change a little bit more to let your issues <laughs> be heard in public forum? Or dapat hindi? Dapat private lang yun kasi corporate issue to? Um, depende talaga sa tao yan eh. Kasi um, sa akin, again, if you really believe in a message, just speak out. Ganun lang kasimple yun. Pero speaking out always comes with its, new, its own set of risks. Like, hindi lang dito. Skype, Anong issue that you believe in, di ba? You can post just a simple question online and people would start hating you for it because they think it's political, they think it's like this, that, like that. So you're opening yourself up to certain risks every time you post. Now, again, sa akin, uh, and a lot like social issues then and everything, those who can afford to speak out, please do. <laughs> Yun yung sa akin eh. Because um, again, if you don't need naman that uh, kind of attention or you don't need yung ganong klaseng opportunity kasi you can afford uh, to say no then go ahead but the thing is ang danger ang different kasi about that issue is it's the hiring manager who posted about it um sa akin 
uh, professional opinion to ha. So again, opinion ko lang po ito. Hindi masyadong safe choice yun. Hindi, it's not a very good choice. Kasi um, whenever you speak to people, you are representing the company. So if you're you're part of a traditional company and they see you talking about this on social media, um, basically exposing what happens dun sa loob ng hiring room, Delikado yun eh. Baka mamaya mading ka doon. Actually, you can lose your, cho- your job kasi you're talking about figures here. Di ba? May mga waiver pa nga yan when it comes to job offers, you're not supposed to talk about it. And again, nandun yung intent eh. But like, bakit, bakit mo pinosto? I think part of, and again, this is just my opinion, no? He, parang he posted, I'm not sure if it's a male who did it, no? Pero the person who posted about the, the Ateneo grad t- turning it down has this tone na parang, how dare this fresh grad say no to 37k right so i i understand the uproar but okay just to play devil's advocate here um i like to look at things kasi from different perspectives if this hiring manager is sabihin natin from an older generation or hindi din siya galing sa wealthy na background kasi again no like i said kanina my parents would have would have freaked, freaked out sa 37k na starting salary kasi hindi kami right. mayaman eh yun yung background namin eh uh, first offer sa akin na medyo nagulat ako, 17K. This was in early 2010s. Laking-laki na ako dun. So again, ganun eh. Iba lang talaga yung context eh. So sa kanya, baka napaka-incredulous nung sitwasyon. Kaya siya napatweet. Um, kasi hindi yun ang realidad niya. So we have to be a little bit gentle then when it comes to our response dun sa sitwasyon. But yeah, generally, <laughs> stepping back ulit, I think it's good. Na at least na-raise yan. Kasi right. with that issue came a lot of articles about you know cost of living, right here in Metro Manila and how 37k isn't that much if you think about it. Um, again, napag-usapan ulit yung minimum wage, how little yung minimum wage is in the Philippines and hindi, siya, hindi talaga siya enough for, for a family or even a young professional. Napag-usapan din yung, again, legislation, ano bang magagawa natin about it. So with it, kasa, at, least, at least again, napag-usapan kahit hindi na susolusyonan, ang hope ko lang is that everyone who reacted dun sa post na yon can uh, at least do what they could. For example, sa akin, we're starting to hire people for, for my own company. Okay, with this post, it's a reminder eh. Na, okay, we should start thinking about what can we, what else we can do for our employees. Oh, hindi pala livable yung, yung 28K per month sa NCR. So, ano pwede natin gawin to earn more so we can pay our people more? Like, yun yung mga conversations, I think, na mas fruitful that could stem out of this. Instead of us just, right. you know, getting riled up and angry all the time. Right. Okay. So, as a last, very final podcasting question here, uh, a lot of people who work in offices, uh, from my limited, limited experience, kind of walk on eggshells around HR people. Diba? So, kasi maingat sila so with what they say or how they act <laughs> yeah. around certain departments, lalo na sa HR, because they have the final say on who gets to stay in the company. Diba? They have the final say of, you know, sa, sa livelihood mo, essentially. So, is being part of HR essentially uh, a department that's misunderstood? <laughs> I, well, in general, na sagot ko would be yes. Um, and I know, I know that. Yung takot sa pink slip or takot mamemohan, kaya asyo ka maingay na dyan yung HR. Uh, pero tao rin na, din naman yung mga nasa HR department. And the idea na, oh, if you're not doing anything wrong, hindi naman ikaw madiding, di ba? Parang ganun. Uh, yeah, medyo misunderstood talaga HR. And 
I think the change has to come from the top then. Kasi iba pa rin yung concept or notion natin nga ng HR eh. Uh, like that, di ba? We don't really, sa totoo lang, dapat ah, we don't really decide on who gets to stay in a company. It's usually us doing the paperwork for the bosses kasi they already made right. the decision to fire this person. Kami lang yung tiga-file nung, alam yun, nung severance, kami lang tiga-compute nung, ano, yun yung role nung HR. But we don't really play that big of a hand when it comes to the big decisions. Um, in the last part of job interviews, usually it's the teammates or the team leader na who says uh, yung kung, kung itong person na to, this candidate would be hired. So, kan lang kami, parang first or initial filter lang din kami. And I think, again, um, we have to invest more on the things that the HRD does with the people who are inside the company. Um, ang sad part is, uh, a lot of companies don't invest or don't fund the HR department na um, ang ginagawa lang talaga nila is that benefits, hiring, firing. Right. When in fact, dapat it's more about training, upskilling, more about uh, team building, uh, ano ba yung pwede natin gawin when it comes to conflict resolution, di ba parang ganun. Yun dapat yung pinagkakagasasan ng oras at saka ng resources ng HRD. And hindi pa yun masyadong totoo for the Philippines. But we're, I'm, hopeful, I'm hopeful naman kasi we're moving towards that ngayon. Kasi iba na rin yung Atake when it comes to organizational development. So right. hopefully, ma- mahawa na lahat. But for a lot of more traditional companies, uh, especially sabi na natin more uh, government institutions, ganon hindi pa hindi pa siya ganon. All right, yes, what a great way to end this episode. Thank you again, Laika, for taking time out to answer uh, my questions. Bakamit tanong ka sa akin ng sound tanong. <laughs> Uh, I was kind of nervous because I okay. Um, I was listening to your podcast episodes and sabi ko, okay, if, if he's going to grill me about me being makulit or school bukol, para I came prepared for that. I didn't, I right. didn't, uh, I didn't expect <laughs> that we're going to go deep into the HR. No, I didn't. We can talk about it. Drop out So, bonding tayo sa drop outness natin. So, but I actually just am curious uh, about about certain worlds talaga eh, sa, mm-hmm. sa either in your field of expertise or something else completely different. May iba-iba naman to in general. It's just me trying to satisfy my uh, curiosity. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and if you want to invite our listeners to check out your uh, podcast and other social media, now's the time. Alright, so uh, again, if you're looking for a job opportunity, the Get Hired podcast is there to hopefully help you land your dream job. We talk about common job interview questions and how you can answer them. You might tell me something about yourself, rate yourself, things like that. And for a more personal conversation, the Trying Hard with Like a podcast is there. Uh, just for us to talk about the human part ng human resources. So, yun. Alright, thank you once again to Coach Like a Maravilla. And that does it for this week's episode of the Class Clown Podcast. I'd like to thank my guest for this episode, Coach Laika Maravilla. That is her name. It is not the first name that I said. That was an error on my part. But what is not wrong is the fact that she taught us a lot about education, about employment, about trying to adapt to the changing needs of employers. 
This is the type of things that they should have taught in school, you guys. You should have learned this in school. And maybe they did, and maybe I was just asleep when they taught this in school, you know? Maybe I didn't go to school that day. There could be a number of reasons why this is mostly my fault. But we're not here to focus on me. We're here to focus on what you learn. And I hope something struck with you. Right, whether it be whatever Coach Laika talked about in the episode or you know the new sexy music I try to play around with, try to be all summer fresh and funky. And I don't know why I just said that. I'm gonna get out of here before I say anything else more stupid. Thank you for listening as always. I'm glad you look forward to all these episodes every week. And if you don't and you're still listening, then uh, thank you. Next week, we talk to my good buddy, Turner Sparks, who is a Shanghai-based New York transplanted stand-up comedian. And he talks to me about starting comedy in Shanghai and moving all the way to New York to follow his comedy dream. So until next time, my name is Chino Liao. This has been the Class Clown Podcast, a podcast network Asia production powered, of course, by Podmetrics. Goodbye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>